brought to you by Fruitnet Media. This is Fruitbox. Hello and welcome to Fruitbox, Fruitnet series of conversations about the fresh fruit and vegetable business with me, Chris White. Every week I talk down the line with people from across the world of fresh produce about some of the biggest issues they face today. I want these conversations to give you the best insight into how to do better business in fresh fruits and vegetables. Now, one of the issues that's come up time and again in recent weeks is the impact on crops of this summer's record high temperatures and drought that we're experiencing here in Europe. It's one of the big challenges that European growers will face in the coming season. But of course, it's not just here in Europe. These are challenges faced by growers all over the world. It's all, I guess, about the impact of climate change. And and they add to the burden that growers face everywhere, how to get the best quality fresh fruits and vegetables to market, and how best to certify them too. Global Gap knows uh, all about certification. This summer, they've been launching a brand new version of the world's most widely used system for the certification of good agricultural practice. And to talk about that, I'm delighted to be joined down the line from his office in Cologne in Germany by the Managing Director of Global Gap, Christian Müller. Christian, welcome to Fruitbox. Hello, Chris. Delighted to be here with you today. Thank you, Christian. Now, this summer's unprecedented temperatures and and the water shortages that we're seeing here in Europe, they're an enormous challenge to growers. Growers are your stakeholders. What's your message to them at this time? First of all, you're absolutely right, Chris. The challenges are enormous. And uh, and I, I agree with you, they're directly related to climate change. We can do, of course, our part to ensure that climate change does not progress further and have such devastating effects, uh, effects on the increasing drought periods. And we do that with our standards. That's our means. This is what uh, geared us towards that responsible and careful use of all our resources, especially when it comes to like protecting the scarce uh, good water. With the add-on spring we offer, which is an add-on to our overall certification, uh, growers have an effective tool that identifies and mitigates water risks in their own area of responsibility in their agricultural supply chains. Uh, It's cost-effective what we do. It helps growers to improve the water management, supports the corporate communication on water issues because it's more and more demanding that uh, you tell what are you doing with the water, particularly when it comes to conflicts with like urban uh, groups. Uh, Applicable to all sizes, of course, we work with all of those. And that means we include smallholders. It's available globally. The name says a global gap for all crop scopes. And it's definitely delivered through our existing network. At Global Gap, you've uh, been busy. Well, you're always busy, but you've been very busy recently out on the road, kind of on the information superhighway, online, on the internet, talking with thousands of our industry stakeholders in the four corners of the earth. What, what, what's been happening? Tell us uh, what you've been doing. 
Well, you mentioned it initially already. Um, we have been launching uh, in April our new version of our flagship product, uh, this integrated farm assurance IFA version six, but also the global risk assessment and social practices grasp, we call it version two. And we officially launched that. This means uh, we explained this. And after that, now we conducted, that's why we've been so busy, a series of in-depth online webinars across several languages. Those will address and have addressed these major changes in the standard. And now we're focusing on developing the certification body trainings. Basically, by the way, in fact, actually this week, we're almost, we already have started with these trainings and we're adding translations to it. Uh, we bring this to our IT system and uh, really prepare for the rollout for the first producers to adopt it. So here also I can make a call. Who are gonna be the first for the new version and, uh, and stand out there with that experience and participate in those like uh, up to 35 uh, trainings we are still up this year to offer. So it continues busy. Why version six and what are the big changes we see with this new version of Global Gap's flagship certification standard? Well, the industry said we needed to streamline the standard. Uh, it's more impact driven. That's what's requested by politicians and, and society. And we also wanted to make it much more connected so that uh, we have a better experience for the producers. So we're upgrading our, what we have holistic approach with much more rigorous criteria in the area of topics of uh, food safety, um, environmental sustainability, traceability, and uh, workers' well-being. So our usual areas, but we're strengthening this. And uh, we have prepared two parallel editions. Um, it's continuing the opportunity for, for growers uh, that can choose whether they need a um, requirement for recognition for the GFSI, the Global Food Safety Initiative, or whether they don't. So we have that make it easier for them. Overall, we simplified, including our recognition of other standards, the benchmarking. Um, and in the digitization side, uh, we now generate really the complete audit report in our system. Uh, we want to become paperless, uh, yeah, and in a uniform design. It's, it's been uh, growing over time, but now it's a brand that needs that single, that single recognition. Altogether, of course, the integrity, a core of trust, what we deliver uh, through these certificates is being enhanced uh, by, by bringing a more digital um, corners to it. And that's maybe one of those things that's a bit new to us now. We introduce a, a plans for continuous improvement so that on farm level for the first time, there's an opportunity, particularly environmental areas, that you can demonstrate you're doing better over year. It's not just this cut off black and white. You, you use these words, more streamlined, more impact-driven, more connected uh, solutions for the entire sector. But what does this all mean in, in practice? Well, to sum it up, our version six really marks the beginning of a smarter era for our solutions. Uh, these are keywords uh, connecting, describing it. Uh, we're focusing on four main pillars. First, smarter standards and add-ons. Then smarter systems and services, 
a smarter approach to sustainability, and finally, a smarter integration of data. When you say streamlined, we have introduced uh, an outcome-oriented approach that enables producers to generate customized checklists based on their specific on-farm realities, reducing like duplication, improving the efficiency of the audit process. You know, it's been developed over years and now we'll just have to reshuffle and really make it from the point of the farmer to actually more as a tool that helps them. There are also fewer and, but more robust principles and criteria overall in this certification process. When you talk connected and offsite connected, we have refreshed all our IT system and will continue to invest. This IT system supports the implementation of our standard. In that whole digitalization, our audit process, we call it audit online hub, but I mean, that's an internal term. Uh, this will allow the certification bodies to directly upload this audit data to our global GAP system with the certificates basically generated digitally in our system. And in a unique form, they would then be distributed and shared through what we call validation services. But in the end, the IT will provide a flow that generates this uniform outcome for the users of those information. This creates basically a closed loop that enhances the further uh, uh, and further our commitment for the integrity and transparency of all these certification processes. We are in a journey on this. It's not all there yet. Of course, it takes a lot of effort, but we are looking to more like a digital product in this, uh, in this respect. But most important, I think, is what's everybody looking for is this impact driven. We are leading this way on digitalization, basically also on the data side of input and using data to basically demonstrate, to push the farming sector forward. They push themselves, they demonstrate they are moving forward by recording certain metrics in a, in a, in a wide range of the areas of version six. For example, like biodiversity, energy, water, and some more. We can further develop tools such as our, what we call impact-driven approach to identify and also target specific areas for continuous improvement. So you have data and with this data, you show over time that you're actually doing better and we can aggregate anonymously in the end, give a statement saying, hey, the agricultural sector is improving in their water efficiency, in their biodiversity impact. And uh, this is, um, uh, in the beginning, it's obligatory criteria for producers in the first time for version six to start collecting data, but we are not sharing it yet, but it's part of that first step. Well, one of the, the, the things that I think is crucial is the issue about cost and cost is a driving factor in all sorts of areas of every, every part of the supply chain. And, and, and is cost a driving factor behind these changes too? Producers have been facing mounting costs right across the board. And farm assurance solutions are just one of those areas of cost. And the multiplication of certification systems is a constant, constant gripe. So at Global Gap, you want to show, show that you care about costs too, I imagine. 
Well, yes, and it comes because, of course, not that we are focused to, uh, to offer a great product, but the design, the, impact, the design of our standards is being done also in our committees and producers are sitting there as well. So we are negotiating the most efficient way. In the end, we still balance this off with the integrity. Yeah, so, so that uh, there is a certain regularity of audits. You need to have a certain frequency. We cannot just uh, skip audits for three, four years. There is that level of trust to reduce this, but we're definitely passionate about uh, how to save costs. And that is largely harmonizing requirements and making things simpler for producers. These approaches to streamline and uh, this and investments into our IT infrastructure will, in addition, in, um, increase the efficiency and reduce also both the cost and the time. Um, we also have uh, um, significantly revised our fee structure for the new version, which will come in much uh, related to fairness, but also uh, to simplicity. And uh, we will continue, uh, of course, to offer these yeah, improved product cost efficient and globally acceptable solutions, including even uh, fairer and uh, fee branding which takes into account the different conditions such as producer areas, um, uh, investment cycles, uh, and you know, with our add-on policy, we make sure that we're not re re uh, repeating completely audits when you just uh, do this within a sort of modular, modular approach. Yeah, and, and this uh, fee, and if there are for some, there will be maybe some, some fee uh, additionally being um, collected. I think we continue to invest this for, uh, for even more um, strategic improvements, uh, driving the efficiency even further in this process. It's time to collaborate as well with other standard owners and certificate owners, because the capture of data, the capture of information should not be duplicative. We know we have to do it, but we should really make sure that's the easiest way to take out frustration, to take out uh, double costs. And that's, we've been invented originally to actually exactly do that. that that's uh, good news, um, I'm sure. Now you, you talked about uh, uh, the journey you started on at Global Gap all those years ago. I remember it very well. And the issue then was about how the business needed to be ready to counter, well, essentially any food safety claims that may come its way. Things have come a very, very, very long way since then, haven't they? Yeah, they have, in fact. But I must say, when we started, we even had very big ambitions in 2000, 2001. Uh, even much more social we wanted to include, but it wasn't ready. There wasn't the criteria yet. So, so what, one of the areas we're doing is, is we're, while we are constantly expanding over years, our holistic approach, we do this mindfulness, uh, mindful knowing that there is an integrity, it's practical, it's possible to do when we address these vital topics of food safety. Uh, and also now including in the entire farm ecosystem. We understand that the elements cannot be separated and instead need to be leveled up together. But again, I repeat, practical, it must be achievable and it must be understood 
that these are uh, implemented. Therefore, we have elevated our standards to represent one of the widest and maybe most comprehensive certifications in the market. Uh, if people start with it uh, as a side comment the first time, they see it's so big and so long. But the, the interesting thing is when you really dive into it, you will see that it's so natural. Yes, I'm doing this. Oh yeah, of course I can demonstrate, but that is the opportunity to demonstrate what you are doing. That's why this is holistic. We'll look at environment, biodiversity, workers' well-being, production processes, traceability, and in some scopes also animal welfare, for example, in, in aquaculture. But you know, most of the, the listeners know the standard. It's just uh, when I repeat this, it's just a reminder. But also upgrading our portfolio with these add-ons I mentioned, um, we additionally address some of those most pressing is pressing issues, such as I, I explained earlier, the water management, but also recently biodiversity. But this is more um, oriented to certain issues and regions where it could be could be used. So you don't have to this one fits all. And looking at social, I mean our grasp uh, version two now is in this uh, risk assessment of social practices uh, will be launched or has been launched um, in tandem with our version six of our integrated farm assurance uh, standard and really represents a major step forward as uh, like a farm level social management tool. It's been much more robust. Uh, it's been so much stakeholder input into it now um, that we've got first uh, yeah, already first feedback that uh, the, the reliability uh, largely increases. And producers can assess, improve, and demonstrate their responsible social practices with it now through a simple but robust evaluation checklist of four of these four main topics like workers voice human and labor right information human and labor rights indicators and quite often uh, an issue uh, child and young uh, and young workers protection it's been a nice good tool now to respond to those requests and to help also the buyer community and of course, there's this element now of uh, of facing the consumer. You you launched your cross category consumer facing uh, GGN label, uh, and that's just last year, and it's just celebrated its one year anniversary. Uh, tell us um, about what this last year has been like for that uh, for that label, and what what's been the reception with the industry to it, and and what do you see for its future? Yeah, you mentioned a quite important initiative since its launch last year in April 21, as you said, uh, as a cross-category initiative, uh, pretty new, I think, in the industry. The new look GGN label has really gone from strength to strength, you could say. Um, we've, with uh, the, the first fruit and vegetable pr products featuring this label, were unveiled uh, in September last year with the Portuguese retailer Sony. We reported about this uh, as well uh, in Berlin. And another milestone was then reached in March this year with the Spanish retailer Eroski, who became the first, in fact, the first to feature this cross-category label uh, for both fruits and vegetables and aquaculture under one roof. So with a large range in their uh, fresh on-counter fish products. The next big steps you're asking for is, is really uh, that, of course, 
uh, we're following the leads of interested markets and they see the progress there. So you can expect there will be more adoption, but also uh, we are looking in this fruit and vegetable category uh, to include cut and frozen fruits and vegetables. So that would be aligned with our new version of our traceability, the chain of custody version six standard, which we publish uh, and will publish uh, in the first quarter next year, 2023 which will allow us much more opportunity for the adoption, but that also in store a much higher consumer visibility of the label. So that recognition factor is, is I think, increasing. Very, very interesting. Now, version six, uh, uh, as you said earlier, is, is now out. So what can we expect to see in the immediate future as next steps in your what you call your smart farm assurance solutions journey? It will be a big effort to really educate and train and awareness because it's, it's, it's a bit of a mind shift as well of, of a different approach now, this new area. Uh, so public trainings are starting uh, this summer already to prepare all stakeholders to understand this uh, the new concept. Uh, we will launch the uh, a final standard now as we had started in April, now with all the feedback, like a final, final version uh, we will launch uh, this fall, September, October. The date uh, is uh, soon to be published. The uh, translation of the standard uh, will be available more and more by the end of the year. And uh, we continue with more sector-specific webinars or so we continue to be on the road. Uh, they're coming uh, for the sort of capture really the producer interests who were uh, not available in, in the earlier part of the year to include them. So they were at the different harvest season in the part of the world so that uh, they now can learn from what it is. And of course, we will add a series of webinars in addition, uh, videos and uh, also uh, tour stops to come as our format of, of, of meeting uh, people uh, on the ground. So this is all to bring the entire stakeholder group, the, the certification bodies of producers uh, at the position so that they can adopt the standard when it will actually become eventually mandatory uh, in the end of uh, 2023. You're a busy man. <laughs> and uh, Christian, I'm, I'm going to have to let you go because that's all we've got time for today on Fruitbox. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, thank you so much, Chris. All the best. I was joined down the line from his headquarters in Germany by the Managing Director of Global Gap, Christian Müller. You can find today's conversation with Christian and the many others I'm having here at Fruitbox on our website, fruitnet.com. I share every episode of Fruitbox on my profile on LinkedIn, so connect with me there too. Post comments on what you hear, and please do reshare my posts with your followers too. Uh, and don't forget to let me know what issues you want to be uh, you want to hear discussed here on Fruitbox. Stay tuned, and continue to make Fruitbox your regular listen. That was Fruitbox, and this is Chris White. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. To sponsor a future episode, please email advertising at fruitnet.com you can follow us on twitter at fruitnet live and don't forget you can keep up to date with all the latest fresh produce industry news at fruitnet.com